Lewisburg Green Dragons play on the Valley. Off the left, he breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown. Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragons football. Now, let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels. Good evening and welcome to our version of Saturday Night Football as the Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Bloomsburg Panthers tonight at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field in Sealands Grove. Green Dragons come into tonight's game with a record of 3-2. and two. The Panthers come into a record with a record of 2-3 and three after they defeated South Williamsport last week by a score of 17-12. And that was a previously unbeaten South Williamsport team. So that was a big win for the Bloomsburg Panthers last week, Justin. And what are you looking for in tonight's game, Justin? Well, I'll tell you what, Greg. Uh, obviously, it's going to be interesting seeing Saturday night. You know, a lot of times these teams are creatures of habit, you know, and mm-hmm. each week they've got the same routine, preparing themselves throughout the week, ready to go for Friday night. And uh, now they get that extra day, and it's going to be interesting to see how both teams adjust. You know, it's a long day Saturday right. morning here. They're not in school. You know, they're at home. How do they prepare themselves, you know, for tonight on a different night and change of venue? So uh, we're going to see a Bloomsburg team tonight, Greg, that's going to come out coming with a lot of momentum, as you said, beat South Williamsport, an undefeated South Williamsport team last week by a score of 17 to 12. They're going to come out, and uh, I think they're going to give us fits early on until we make mm-hmm. the adjustments because uh, they're going to be heavy pass uh, yeah. on their offense. They're going to come out with four or five uh, receivers. they got a really good quarterback uh, in their junior quarterback in uh, Jack Howe, 6'2", 190-pound junior. And then his go-to receiver is uh, also a junior, Brody Hawk, 6'1", 175-pound, as I said, junior. Those two uh, pretty much have a really good chemistry with each other, and uh, he'll be the go-to receiver for Hal tonight. The, the other thing that's interesting, it's a Saturday night game, but the other thing is Bloomsburg hasn't had school all week, Justin, with the Bloomsburg Fair. Fair. Yep. You know, so, you know, I know Central Columbia is in the same boat as they are in Central Columbia last night played really well against the Danville team, a decent Danville team. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects Bloomsburg, too, because, like you said, laying around is not the same thing as going to school in a day and, like you said, a daily routine. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Will the kids be sluggish? You don't know, you mm-hmm. know? Just never know. And the same thing, you know, on our side with the Lewisburg kids. Right. Just don't know. You know, last week we had a great performance, uh, trailed at the halftime by a score of 20-7, come back, win 28-26, and right. Had a great second half and got the victory. So, again, mm-hmm. the, dra- the Green Dragons, I think, are feeling pretty confident and uh, pretty good about themselves as well. Well, let's see. We'll find out later tonight how that game goes. But you're listening to Lewisburg Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. When people talk about the good old days, one of the things they're remembering is when you walked into the local bank and the tellers greeted you by name. You knew that whether it was a mortgage, farm loan, IRA, or CD, you could count on the bank to help because they were there to serve you and the community. Thankfully, that's still the case at Turbotville National Bank. Turbotville National Bank, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you, and strong enough to protect you. Turbotville National Bank, 4710 State Route 54, online at ttnb.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge 
Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Mike's Old Deal Insurance has been part of the Lewisburg community since 1933, and they are proud to support Green Dragon football. We all cheer when one of our players makes a great play or a big hit in the game, but a big hit to your house or car is no reason for a high five. Unexpected damages can really knock you down. You need great insurance and a superior local agent to help you get back on your feet again. There is no one better than Mike's Old Deal Insurance. Let them develop a winning game plan for protecting you and your family. Contact them at mikesoldeal.com or insuremepa.com. Your time is their number one priority. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farms corn maze is open. And I want to beat last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. And then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event memory. You are so corny. Check out ColdStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColdStonyHill.com. This is Greg Wetzel along with Lewisburg head football coach Mark Persing. Coach, last week a nice win against Schmokin by a score of 28 to 26. What about the play of your team when they were behind 20 to 7 in the third quarter and began their comeback. You know, we, we talk as a coaching staff about, you know, how are our guys going to respond once they, you know, have to face adversity. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd say, you know, week five, down 13 points, mid third quarter is probably the most adversity that they've come across as a team, mm-hmm. um, not just this year, but in their, their probably high school athletic career, because this season could have went one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Two and three, and, you know, the second half looks bleak, or three and two with the second half looking promising. So I was very pleased with how they responded. Um, our defense, porous at times, but made stops when they needed to make stops. So uh, I, I was told that a, at a young, uh, young part of my coaching career that, a, that an ugly win is better than an ugly loss, so I'll take it. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, one of your concerns last week coming into the Shemokin game were the wide receivers of Shemokin. And true to your concern, they, they lived up to their billing. What adjustments did you make at halftime to help defend them? Well, we felt like our six, our six interior guys, our, our three down linemen and our three inside linebackers, could cover all seven gaps. So we, we were afforded the luxury of playing our outside linebackers into like a double coverage type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just said, listen, we're going to give up one gap in the run game. And, um, you know, our, our six guys did a fantastic job covering all seven gaps, which freed us up, you know, to double cover Joe, Joe Mosser and, right. and Matt Shigatano at times. So it was a great defensive adjustment that we made. And, um you know, it's, it's just something that you, you take for granted as a, as a coaching staff that, you know, adjustments like that can alter a game, and they mm-hmm. did. So. They, yeah, they really did. You had three second-half interceptions. Uh, the one by Ethan Spalding, I think, was a tip by Dante Sims. Uh, the one in the end zone and the two-point conversion was a big play, and the other one was uh, at the end of the game to, to seal the victory by a Graydon Feldman. Um, pass defense. You know, that has been a bug all year for you, for the Dragons. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, Shemokin threw for well over 200 yards. 
But they were tough 200 yards oh, yeah. the kids had. They yeah. were in defensive position you know, a lot of the time. If you understand football, it's easy to see why we're getting gas thrown the football. We're, we're blitzing our guys that are technically responsible for the hook-to-curl area. Mm-hmm. And we're just saying, you know, we're, we're hoping that if we're blitzing six or seven guys, they're getting to the quarterback. Now, when we don't get to the quarterback, it's essentially we're playing three deep across the back line. And, you know, it, it's come back to bite us in the butt more often than not this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we have some adjustments that we're going to now make again. This, I feel like I've been saying this every week. Um, but I think we have our final set of adjustments um, that are going to be made for the rest of the season. So. Well, I mean, two of their touchdowns were one was a one-handed catch, yeah. which – Good coverage and a one-handed catch. And the other was excellent coverage. It's just Mosser used his basketball skills and out-jumped the defensive back for the ball. So, overall, I thought it was probably maybe your best defensive game you played this year. It just, you're running up against some athletes is what it amounts to. I told you last week, I felt like that was a major concern. Mm -hmm. Both of those receivers are six foot three. Um, pretty athletic kids. I mean, outside of, um, you know, outside of Julian Fleming, Mm -hmm. I mean, Joe Mosser is probably the biggest, most athletic receiver that you're going to face. So mm-hmm. we were asking corners that are 5'10 to cover a very athletic 6'3 yeah. receiver. And uh, more often than not, we're going to lose that matchup, yeah. unfortunately. So, and, and I think that's the biggest change in high school football is yeah. pass, the passing oh, game. Absolutely. You know, it used to be run, run, run. Maybe pass. <laughs> and now, or draw or screen, yeah. you know, something like that. Now it's, that's an offense for that. And, and speaking of offenses, as we go into the Bloomsburg game, yeah. they run a wide open offense. Yeah. yeah and again, you have an athletic quarterback and a, a very good wide receiver. <laughs> you know, it's, it's unbelievable. Week in and week out. Yeah, we, we definitely were not um, expecting to face this many quarterbacks that can throw the oh. ball or or make plays uh, when the pocket collapses. So, um, you know, it's a testament to how well the other coaches are coaching up their kids in the offseason. And like you said, just to touch on it, um, 7-on-7 has changed offense. Some, oh, really? Some, some modern-day guys would say it's for the best. Mm-hmm. Some old-school guys will say, well, it got rid of Smash Mouth football. So yeah. um, you got to be able to find the happy medium there. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to see what the next – uh, the next wave of, of football schematics is. So. Yeah. Now, Bloomsburg were playing on Saturday night this week. Usually, yeah. you have a Friday night game. How does that change your preparation for a game? You know, it's it's you know you're essentially eight weeks into practice. Oh, yeah. Kids are getting tired. Yeah. Legs are getting you know tired and stuff like that. How does it change your practice schedule well, for the week? Since we have that extra day of practice, um, we're just going to bump pregame back to Friday instead of Thursday. Mm -hmm. But because we have the extra day of practice, we're going to take a half hour off of every practice. So tonight we got off at 5.35 instead of 6, 6.05, 6.10. And we're going to do the same thing because, um, you know, when you you start messing with 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds routine, um, you're not not sure how they're going to respond. So we're just trying our best. Um, to do everything that we can from a scheduling standpoint to keep them fresh, um, to not, you know, just to not put so much importance on the extra day of practice, but to feel like a normal right. week of practice. And uh, talking about Bloomsburg on the offense, they run um, Jack Howell's the quarterback. He's 6'3", 6'4", about 200 pounds. They have a, a good tight end or wide receiver, wide Brody receiver. Hawk, yep. who's a really, he's about 6'2", again, about 185, 90 pounds. They seem to be able to run the ball. It, it looks like passing is their primary. Mm-hmm. They want to pass the ball. 
But if you take away the pass, they can run the ball. So how, oh, do, how does that change you defensively, what you're going to do? Uh, we're not going to do anything. Uh, for the first time in my three years, it feels something about this new defense feels right. If we can shore up third down, mm-hmm. we're going to be a tough out. And I, and I truly believe that. Um, you know, we're taking some teams that are typically very, very good at running the ball and being a power football team and almost completely taking it out of the game. Mm-hmm. So... If we can do that with six guys instead of committing seven and eight, right. um, like we've been doing, um, I, th- I think the back half of our season is, is going to be um, a fun and exciting season. Good. Well, they can't get much more exciting than Friday night's game. <laughs> okay. Uh, defensively, yes. I, I see, uh, just looking at some film, I see Bloomsburg sometimes an odd man front, yeah. sometimes an even front. Yeah. What, what does that do to your team? Uh, primarily, they're an even front team. And for some reason, our kids block an even front scheme better. So mm-hmm. I think I have them figured out on how to keep them in an even front. Um, and if that's the case, um, you're going to see some things out of us um, that you've seen all year, but mm-hmm. maybe not um, hopping into different formations as much. You know, if we can right. get an, if we can get a four-man front out of one or two formations, we may stay in it because we know that our assignments are, are pretty sharp and are pretty exact when we see that even front. Okay, Coach. Uh, going back to last week's game, um, I don't want to dwell on last week's game, yeah. but last week's game, you had three se- oh, well, two seniors and a junior, a captains, that really played well for you. The whole team played well in the second half coming back with those adjustments. Uh, but Josh Ghost, D- defensive lineman and captain, talk to a little bit about the game he had against um, uh, Shemokin. You, know, you hate to use the phrase it was his coming out party because he's, he's been a staple on this defense for, for three years now. Mm-hmm. But... He lost 30 pounds. Um, he's a heck of a shot putter. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to throw the shot put in college. So he tried to thin himself out a little bit this year so he had a little bit more explosion. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he was playing bad by any means because he's still a top-tier, you know, hardline right. lineman. Um, I think he was just trying to figure out the new body that he has because mm-hmm. last year he was 300 pounds and he was a space eater. Mm-hmm. Now he's a little bit more athletic, so he's trying to – you know, figure out how he can move around the field with this size. But um, he figured it out last week. He played well. You know, for a kid his size, he's still 270 pounds Mm -hmm. to be able to completely slam on his brakes and make tackles down the line of scrimmage instead of in the backfield is is very impressive. So um, we've talked to him about the importance of him playing with that intensity Mm -hmm. for the second half of the season. And I think he understands how good of a football player he is, Mm -hmm. but he still has room to grow, which is scary because in spurts, he dominates a game. Well, one of the things we mentioned on radio was because of his uh, interior rush, pass rush, the quarterback could not drop oh, back yeah. to pass. He had a roll right or left to pass, which yeah. played in, you know, yeah. helped you. That took away half the field, essentially, Absolutely. is what it did. So uh, he really did do a nice job for you guys defensively. The other one is Graydon Feldman, linebacker, senior, uh, offensive guard. Mm-hmm. But defensively, that might have been the best game I've seen Graydon play since yeah. he's been here. Um, again, we, we, we did something schematically to try to free him up. Mm-hmm. Playing that 3-3 stack. As a middle linebacker, you're essentially responsible for either A-gap. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't understand the football lingo, that's the gap directly on both sides of the center. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can probably scheme for him not to have an impact. Um, so we put some twists in this week to get him off tackle. And, you know, you, you saw the effects of it. Yeah. So, it's again, it's, it's something that we experimented with for the last two weeks. 
Um, but we really, really, really showed it last week, and, and Graydon got to free himself up and make plays off tackle. The other one is a guy I know we've talked about a lot, <laughs> yeah. Max Moyers. Uh, that 82-yard touchdown run might have been one of the best runs I've seen in high school. I mean, he broke three or four tackles uh, and then just ran away from people at the end for the touchdown. Yeah. And for people who don't know, uh, we thought Max might have had the all-time rushing record earlier in the year, but we found out that it was wrong. Oh, that uh, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it was to me too, but it, we found out that Merle Moscarello ended up with 3,871 yards rushing in his career. So now Max needs 47 yards this okay. week to uh, break it. If the 70-yard touchdown run would have held, he would have had it last week. <laughs> but what, what, what about a guy like Max? What? I mean, that game last week, he just was... And he played well defensively for you also. Yeah. That's what people seem forget. He does play defense. We, we had the luxury of the first two years of having a very, very deep linebacking core. Mm-hmm. So Max didn't have to play linebacker. Right. Um, we felt like it was best for the team to give him 25 carries a game last year as a sophomore. And, again, he's a 15-year-old kid mm-hmm. playing one way. He's fresh in the fourth quarter. So... It's real easy for people to judge and say that he's having a down year. Mm-hmm. But unless you're at the game and you can see the impact that he's having now on the defensive side of the ball, All right. pairing it with, well, you know, we're still asking him to get tough yards in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, his legs have to feel like he's running through cement. But as you mentioned, that run was phenomenal. He's a man amongst boys. That's why he is the player he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's the strongest kid pound for pound that I've ever coached. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you couple that with the fact that he's he's pretty fast, too. Right. Um, That's exactly <laughs> I mean, right. You don't, you don't break three or four tackles and then yeah. still outrun yeah. um, Joey Mosser. Joey Mosser. Exactly. <laughs> he did, and he did it twice. Without being explosive. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I, I've been saying this for three years now, but that's just what I expect out of Max. Max is being Max. Yeah. And, and what makes Max Moyers the player he is is not August to November. No. It's what he does from November to August. Absolutely. And, and, you know, if people come out to practice and watch him practice, he takes a handoff in practice. He runs 40 yards. Oh, yeah. He doesn't stop when he gets through the line of scrimmage. Yeah. He runs 40 yards and then yeah. jogs back to the huddle. So he is in, in great shape for a high school kid running back. Coach, good luck tomorrow night. Uh, Saturday night game at Seals Grove. Good luck tomorrow night. This is Greg Wetzel for 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. <laughs> These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. 
Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. It's Blaze Alexander Ford's 4x4 Blowout. We made a commitment to Ford Motor Company to sell 25 new F-150 and Rangers before Saturday, October 5th. Get in and you can save up to $14,599 on a new F-150 truck. You get into a 4x4 Ranger for under thirty grand. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Pay nothing for that new Ford till Thanksgiving. Only at Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. The lowest price guaranteed, period. Memorial Field in Seals Grove for tonight's game between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Bloomsburg Panthers. Uh, the national anthem will soon be played and we'll cut away for that to the field. But uh, starting lineups for tonight's game for Lewisburg, really there aren't any changes on offense for the Green Dragons offense. But on defense, the one change will be... Uh, Dante Sims will be starting at cornerback tonight. Uh, he hasn't started the last several weeks, but he will be back in the lineup after a strong second-half performance last week against uh, the Shemokin Indians. For Bloomsburg on offense, they have Brody Hawk. He's a 6'1", 180-pound wide receiver. He's a junior. Gage Klinger is a 5'8", 150-pound wide receiver. He's a junior. Lucas Reynolds is a 6'2", 250-pound left tackle, senior. Cole Stebo is a 6'1", 250-pound left guard. He's a junior. And Graydon Thomas is a 5'7", 220-pound center. He's a freshman. William McGinley is a 6'3", 230-pound right guard. He's a senior. Chase Morris is the right tackle. He's 6'4", 235-pound junior. And the quarterback is Jack Howe. He's 6'2", 190-pound junior. Kate Klinger is a 6'0", 180-pound running back. He's a senior. Spencer Yodok is a 6-foot, 170-pound senior wide receiver. And Daniel Gosevich is a 5'11", 160-pound sophomore. So you see right off the bat, they play four wide receivers and only one running back in their scheme. And uh, sometimes they put that running back out, out in a slot, and so they go five wideouts a lot of the time. On defense... You're going to hear a lot of the same names. Chase Morris is a 6'4", 235-pound defensive end. He's a junior. John Berger is a defensive tackle. He's a 5'9", 200-pound freshman. Will McGinley is a defensive tackle. He's a 6'3", senior. Cole Stiebel is a 6'1", defensive end. He's a junior. Daniel Gosevich is a 5'11", 160-pound outside linebacker. And we'll stop right now for the National Anthem.
now will probably follow that up with the alma mater. Okay, we'll get ready here to finish the starting lineups for Bloomsburg. Kate Klinger is a 6-foot, 180-pound middle linebacker. He's a senior. Devin Yoakum is a 6'2", 160-pound outside linebacker. He's a sophomore. Nasir Hurd is a 5'10", 160-pound cornerback. He's a freshman. Brody Hawk is the starting strong safety. Spencer Yodok is the starting free safety. And Gage Klinger is the 5'8", 150-pound cornerback. He's a junior. Uh, the Bloomsburg Panthers, as we said, come in there with a record of 2-3. and three. One thing that's impressed me with them is their overall team speed, Justin. I think that they can play with Lewisburg. They're, that's not going to be an issue. The, I think the issue is going to be the size of their back seven. Yeah, and I think what we'll see is very similarity to last week with that Shemokin game, Greg. Really, in that second half, we saw Shemokin, who played so many guys both ways. It really just caught up with them in the second half, and Lewisburg was able to take advantage of that. It's a lot of similarities with Bloomsburg there. A lot of players going to play both ways, as you yeah. said, when you went over the starting lineups there. So, again, that could be something that could catch up with Bloomsburg in the second half. Uh, right. Again, they not not a huge Huge back seven, as you said. A lot of speed, a lot of speed. But again, you get somebody like Max Moyers going in that second level. He breaks to that first level, gets to the second level. He's a tough man to bring down. Yeah, and, he really know, is. They yeah. don't really have that size yeah. that can go toe-to-toe with him. Yeah, that I think that's going to be the, the key to the game is, I think, to me tonight, Justin, is Lewisburg's tackling in the secondary. Yeah. Bloomsburg's going to complete some passes. They're going to throw the ball yep. all over. They're going to complete some passes. Um and Lewisburg's ability to run the football. If Lewisburg can run the football, force those defensive backs, the strong safety and the free safety, even to come up yep. and, and play like nine guys against run, then I think we'll be able to throw the ball. But in the film I've seen of uh, um, Bloomsburg, they really look like they can cover downfield their defensive backs. Yeah, they can. They got good athletes, as you said, quick, can move around. And uh, they're, you know, at the same time we saw last week with the Green Dragons making some. Uh, defense adjustments with our okay um just for everybody to know right now we're on a 30 minute weather delay right now we have weather in the area so uh, we have 30 minutes of uh, who knows justin what we're going to talk about <laughs> for 30 minutes yeah uh, uh, ali i hope you're listening back in the radio <laughs> our producer tonight because uh i don't have 30 minutes of stuff prepared for tonight justin i can tell you that right now it looks like uh, it must be forecasting. Uh, they just put put 32 minutes up on the game clock here. So uh, we haven't, and I haven't heard any thunder or lightning. Because no. typically what will happen is if there is uh, thunder or lightning within the vicinity, it's 30 minutes from that last 
you know, strike or you know, right. noise, they, and they continue to reset it for 30 minutes once they hear that noise. But uh, so again, they've uh, reset the clock here, and we're on the weather delay. They're, and, uh, they're, they've instructed people to leave the stadium right now and uh, take precautions. So you just yeah. never know. And what we can do, Greg, is let's take a look at uh, the Blaze Alexander Ford Out of Town scoreboard again. Being Saturday night, every game uh, is a final from last night, and uh, we'll start off with Shikalimi Central Mountain, and Shikalimi comes out victorious. 50 to 14 last night, and that's Shikalimi's first win on the season by beating the Wildcats by a sizable margin. And that is who the Green Dragons' opponent will be next weekend. Is those Shikalimi Braves? As once again, we'll be traveling down to Sunbury next Saturday night for a 6 p.m. start. It is Shikalimi's homecoming. So again, we will not be playing Friday night next week. It'll be on a Saturday night. It's Seals Grove 30, Loyal Sock 13 last night. Good win there for the Seals. It was Central Columbia 41, Danville 7. Really sizable win there again for uh, Central Columbia to come out uh, with a good Danville team. It was Montoursville 66, Milton 0. Uh, the Warriors pitch a shutout, and again, returning district champs coming out and uh, doing what's expected uh, with that shutout over Milton. It was Southern Columbia 76, South Williamsport 6. And uh, the thing that stands out there, Greg, to me is... Uh, that's the first points all season long that Southern Columbia has exactly. given up. Yeah. So, and it occurred in the third quarter. Third quarter, yep. okay. So that's Southern uh, Columbia again, 76, South Williamsport 6. It was Upper Dolphin 53, Susquehanna 7. Penn's Valley took it to Midwest by a score of 55 to 7. It was Warrior Run all over Hughesville by a score of 42 to 0. Mount Carmel takes it to Mifflinburg by a score of 49-13. It was Williams Valley 35, Lion Mountain 7. Tri-Valley 26, Halifax 7, and Jersey Shore beat Shemokin by a score of 35-14. And again, that is your Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard for week six. And, you know, we start to look at those scores, Greg, because as we are in week six, right. we start jockeying for playoff positions in the, the District 4 AAA uh, classification. And, uh, you know, you're looking around there and you, and you see some of these scores. Is anything that really stands out to you? How about yeah, uh, like, like the, What stands out to me is Montoursville. Right now is the class of trip way. Yeah. If Lewisburg wins tonight, mm -hmm. I think um, two through seven in standings will be four and two. Is that right? Uh, you know, or I think Loyal Suck might be three and three. I'm not sure okay. about them. But, yeah, four and two. So, I mean, it's very well-balanced triple A uh, teams except for Montoursville right now, who seems to be the class of the – of uh, District 4 in AAA. Yeah, and I think they have a matchup coming up, I think, on their schedule with Southern Club. They do. Yes, in, they in do. I, I can't remember week what week, week 7 or 8, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, I so believe you're right. Those two teams will uh, you know, go at it against each other. But, again, Southern Columbia just uh, at a level of their own. Um, you know, it looks like they had another young man uh, commit last week to uh, another Division One program. I think right now they have four, four boys that, right. that uh, have already committed to. Uh, was that big, Zachman? Uh, yeah, Preston Zachman committed to the Wisconsin Badgers oh, last wow. week. Good for um, him. So that's their fourth, fourth player on their team that's committed to uh, playing the Big Ten. Actually, that's exactly right. So four uh, different teams. Four different teams. So uh, they're getting well represented in that Big Ten conference there. Um, unfortunately, none of them are going to Penn State. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, um, you know, that's pretty much the schedule of the slate with that. Uh, as far as uh, NFL action coming up this week, you're 
Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they look for win number one on Monday night as they open up play in the AFC North with the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Pre-game show starts at 6.15 with kickoff at 8.15 with Bill Hillgrove, Touch Ilkin, and Craig Wolfie right here on 100.9 The Valley. So some NFL action there. Philadelphia Eagles got a nice win on Thursday night. They did. Thursday night football over the Green Bay Packers and uh, get their record back to a 2-2. Two and two. I almost stayed up for that whole game, too, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> these, these late night games are just too much for me. I can't make it. Halftime is, uh, is pushing it for me. The two-minute warning, I fell asleep at the top of the two-minute warning. <laughs> so I didn't see the end of the game. How about that game last night uh, over on our sister station, uh, 1070 WKOK, right. Penn State Nittany Lions playing on a Friday night. So a little role reversal, uh, Nittany Lions play on a Friday night and the Green Dragons here on a Saturday night. But uh, nice win last night in uh, Big Ten action for the, the Nittany Lions last night. Opened up their Big Ten schedule with a 59-0 win over the Maryland Terrapins. Yep. They, they looked very good last, last night. Some of the best tackling I've seen uh, the Nittany Lions have in a couple years. Yeah, just the depth that they have, I think, Greg, oh. Greg right now. It's just they're, they're you know three deep at almost every position. With really, really somebody goes down, and you saw it last night with uh, the targeting yeah, call Mike, last night Michael on Michael Parsons. Parsons. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Locata came in and played a really nice game. Yeah, we'll take a look at some of the college scores around here. Uh, and there was a nail-biter for the number one uh, Clemson Tigers. They squeak out a 21-20 win over the North Carolina Tar Heels uh, so the number one team in the country squeaks by there as we said 21-20 and right now it is uh, Notre Dame with a 35-20 lead over Virginia right now uh, late in the fourth quarter and it's Washington University of Washington Huskies the 17th ranked Huskies knock off the USC Trojans by a score of 28-14. So, and it's Alabama right now, the number two team in the country, winning by a score of 59-24 to over Ole Miss. And that game is late in the fourth as well. And as we said, as your listeners are tuning in right now, we're on a le- uh, weather delay right now here in Seals Grove. Uh, 20 minutes, excuse me, 29 minutes is up on the scoreboard. We're still waiting for uh, this weather delay. Officials are down on the field uh, right now, uh, just standing around. So uh, just everybody's just waiting. And uh, we have we have Miss, Mrs. Moyers coming into the stadium right now, or no, to, to the booth. Yeah. Right now, talking. She's head of the football backers, and Melissa Bergen, can you tell us, Mrs. Moyers, a little bit about the football backers? Well, uh, gosh, I want to say the side. This is totally unrehearsed. By yes, me. it is totally unrehearsed. Um, sideline Greenbackers have been in existence since the '80s, and our primary function is to support. The coaches, the players, and the overall program, and it's strictly parent volunteer. Okay. Now, what do you do to raise money? I know we have a golf tournament in the the summer, late summer. Yep. So we will hopefully have our third annual next year, and that's been very successful for us. Um, We do a lot of actually hitting the pavement and um, asking for meal donations through sponsorships. Um, we have a program where we're raising money, uh, and then we sell uh, what we call a funding zone discount card, um, which probably is our biggest fundraiser to date. Okay. Now, if somebody wants to donate to the Matt, da- uh, not Matt Packers, I'm sorry, Justin. No, that, that, that's wrestling. <laughs> that's, and yes, we'll, you can donate to them. Yeah, that's we'll right. take the donations. <laughs> uh, to the football backers and stuff, what, what do they have to do? Is there? Can they call someone, or do they get in contact with somebody at the school? Or they they could. They uh, you can 
do several things. I mean, you could reach out to Paula Reber, who is, okay. I'm sure you all know, she's the principal at the high school, mm -hmm. Mark Temple, uh, and they would know how, he's the AD, right. and they would know how to get a hold of me. Um, and, or you can send an email to me, okay. uh, and that's, say it, okay, yeah, it's Shannon, <laughs> Shannon Moyers, the number four, at gmail.com. Okay, that's great. And uh, do you guys meet on a regular basis? or We do. Okay. The third Tuesday of every month at the middle school, and we're normally in the LGI. But they've been moving us around a little bit. We've actually been in the office. so. Okay. Um, but it is open for everyone, and we are looking for always looking for volunteers. So. Well, one of the things I like to volunteer is a new football field for Lewisburg High School. <gasps> Amen to that. Uh, you know, <laughs> here it is. It's a Saturday night, and we're playing football in Seals Grove for On, a home game. Yes, a neutral site. Has, has the boosters looked into anything involving or is trying to get anything going with the new stadium? Or is that just beyond your means right now? It is beyond our... We, ha we actually uh, met with... Um, Oh gosh, the Green Dragon. The, the, the Green Dragon. Yes, sure, um, Ann Glock, and sat right. and we had talked to her. This was a couple years ago, and she said it is hopefully going to happen, but it right. might be Phase Five. Right, right. <laughs> um, I might so. not be around for Phase Five. <laughs> let's get playing lottery, me, Grant. Me, That's yeah. exactly right. Me <laughs> you know, but let's keep our fingers crossed that okay. that you know something happens. But I, I agree with you. It would be uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I just saw Midwest. Uh, is getting a new stadium over their complex, uh, and that's looking about $8 million, if I'm not mistaken, which they'll have a little field house with that also, with oh. locker rooms and stuff in. So, that's awesome. I mean, we're not looking, $8 million is a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's not something that is out of the question that we can't do that in Lewisburg if we want to Agreed. Do that. Agreed. You know, that, it's just, yeah. it's going to take some hard work to do that, and we just need somebody to get the ball rolling, that's and right. hopefully the Green Dragon Boosters will get that going and started. Yes, absolutely. So any last comments or word on the football boosters? We just need to win tonight. That's exactly right. That? That's, that'd be great if we could win tonight. <laughs> yes, hey, it th would. Well, thank you, you for having me. Hey, thanks no for problem. Coming up. Thanks we for coming it. up. We appreciate it and very much. I appreciate all you do. Yes, and we do appreciate it. I even donate my $5 every week for the program. I know. Thank you so much, <laughs> Mr. Wetzel. We love that. Yeah, okay. Seriously, yep, thank you. Yep, thank you so much. All right, we just got another. Uh, we just got hit with another uh, lightning strike here, so they just uh, reset the game clock again. Uh, so they put it back up to 30 minutes. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a break here, and uh, we'll come back again. A little weather delay here at the uh, Seals Grove <laughs> football you. field here, as uh, this, the Green Dragons are waiting to take on the Bloomsburg Panthers here, and uh, we'll be back after this commercial. You're listening to Green Dragon. Football on 100.9 The Valley. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We are also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570 9 Jeep or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. As an active person, you might try ignoring a painful injury. But why? Quick treatment can lead to quick recovery. Our team of sports medicine providers at UPMC Susquehanna offer personalized care at each visit. Don't let an injury keep you from the active life you enjoy. Sports medicine at UPMC Susquehanna. Call 570 321 
2020. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. When people talk about the good old days, one of the things they're remembering is when you walked into the local bank and the tellers greeted you by name. You knew that whether it was a mortgage, farm loan, IRA, or CD, you could count on the bank to help because they were there to serve you and the community. Thankfully, that's still the case at Turbotville National Bank. Turbotville National Bank, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you, and strong enough to protect you. Turbotville National Bank, 4710 State Route 54, online at ttnb.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam. Health Center, designed with you in mind. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. The Lewisburg Green Dragons play on the Valley. Dolph Gillespie breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown. Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragons football. Now, let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels. Hey, we're back again here for Saturday Night Football. Seals Grove, Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, where we're getting ready to play tonight's game. Uh, we've been lightning free for a while, Justin. We've been rain free for about an hour. The teams are on the field. They're going through some warm-ups to get ready for the game. And we're about three or four minutes away from kickoff as they're just waiting for the teams to uh, complete their warm-ups and uh, 
hopefully we'll have some football, Justin. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope. Uh, let's hope. Keep our fingers crossed and uh, get some action in here. There's, uh, as you said, Greg. There's three minutes on the clock right now. Teams are going through some warm-ups. Uh, Lewisburg just went through their stretches. They're on the sideline. Bloomsburg finished up their stretches. They're out running some patterns right now um, and just tossing the ball around and. Uh, now, hopefully we get this game in. As you said, you know, one of the biggest obstacles is is one to actually reschedule it. Um, you know, what day would work best for both programs. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is finding a facility that we could actually have the game at. That's that's exactly right, Justin. And uh, again, this is this is something where Lewisburg has their own field. This isn't an issue. Right. But uh, they just don't have their own facility right now. Uh, so they're at the they're essentially at the whim of what Bucknell wants them to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just at their mercy. And, you know, we had uh, Shannon Moyers on earlier, president of uh, uh, the Football Booster Club, you know, talking a little bit about some of the things they're doing. And, uh, you know, uh, quite often each week we talk about uh, people out there uh, supporting you and I with some right. food, and uh, we're going to throw it out there. Yeah. If somebody wants to uh, name a stadium after themselves, feel free. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But uh, um, it would be a wonderful thing if we could get a football stadium, uh, Lewisburg's own football stadium. Yeah, it would be n- really nice, really nice for the program. Yep. Uh, again, it's 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 a warm, humid night here for football, which is hard to believe. We're here at the end of September, Justin. And, it's uh, amazing. This is the first real weather-related issue we've had with football all all fall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and. Uh, Looks like we'll be ready to go for the game tonight. It's a sparse crowd. There's not a lot of people here tonight. Uh, again, it's 12 miles away from Lewisburg, so it's you know even though it's a home game, there's uh, not a lot of Lewisburg people here tonight supporting their team. And this is a big game for the Green Dragons. Yeah, you know, to get to four and two. Uh, it would be huge for this program this year, Justin. Yeah, each each week, each game gets more and more important, you know, and uh, we talk about how young we are. But, uh, you know, each week we get a little bit more mature. And, That's right. Uh, each game, each week is more important because we get closer to that playoff. You know, we're, we're in week six now, you know, and uh, basically jockeying for position in the playoffs. The goal is, you know, you want to host a uh, first-round game. You don't want to be on the road That's in the right. opening week of playoffs. That's exactly right, You want to host it. So each each week is important and uh, finding a way to win. And, uh, you know, the thing is both teams, you know, with this weather and this weather delay, same circumstances for both teams. It's just, yes. all right, who's making the adjustments uh, and how, how are you going to go about it? You know, right. I mean, we were just joking over here with uh, the scorekeepers and the time clock and PA announcers. We were joking about uh, last year when Michigan State and Penn State played. That's right, yeah. Uh, they had that three and a half hour. Uh, yeah, two hours. Yeah, two yeah. years ago that was. Yeah, two hours, Michigan, yeah, yeah, Michigan two. State and uh, how the. How they got Chick Fil A? That's right, because yeah. they need to feed them. Yeah, and uh, you know every team makes different adjustments, so it's going to be interesting here to see how uh, both teams respond. As we said, this field here is uh, artificial turf here at Stones Grove, really nice facility, and uh, the weather. You know, the rain that we got really isn't going to play too much of a factor. No, on, on the field. No, the conditions. field looks really in good condition. There's no water lane anywhere on the field. Uh, again. Uh, it rained hard for maybe 10 minutes, Justin. Uh, but again, this field has soaked it in. It's it's not in bad shape that way. Hasn't rained for an hour, so it's had a lot of time to dry out. Watching kids go through cuts out there, Justin. I didn't see anyone slipping, nope. anything like that. But uh, hey, we're ready for football now. The captains are getting ready to go to the middle of the field for the coin toss uh, for Bloomsburg. I think it's number... It's going to be six. It's going to be the quarterback. Look like Kate Klinger. It's Jack Howe. 
I think that's uh, the wide receiver, isn't that? Yeah, he's um, 88, Brody yeah, Hawk. Yeah, Brody Hawk, and I... 65. The lineman is William McGinley. So, and, and you talk about a young team. Bloomsburg is a young team. They only have uh, four senior starters on uh, offense, and they have three senior starters on defense. So they're a young team. Uh, they start three freshmen. I didn't even see the coin toss, Justin. Yep. Uh, Bloomsburg won the toss. They elected to receive. Okay, so. so the Green Dragons will be on defense to start this ball game tonight. And uh, finally, Justin, at 8.34, we're ready for football. Yes, sir. Green Dragon sidelines fired up. These kids are ready to roll, and uh, yeah, we're going to get our defense back out there right away and uh, get that strong foot, uh, see what we got again from uh, Logan Moore. Logan Moore, that's exactly right. Green Dragons will be going right to left as we watch this game tonight. Again, it's a home game for the Lewisburg Green Dragons down here at Seals Grove at Howard L. Baldwin Memorial Field in the campus of Seals Grove High School. Going back to receive for the Panthers, it looks like Isaac Diaz is back there. Uh, Xavier Russell King is back there, deep. I can't see who the deep returner is. Might be a clinger, if I'm not mistaken. He's standing about the three-yard line. Yeah, that's Cade Klinger. Yep, Cade Klinger's back there. 30, Cade Klinger back deep for the Panthers. So Logan Moore's getting ready to kick off. Blown ready for play, and football is now underway. And a kick, a squiggly kick, it hits at the five, bounces into the three. Klinger picks it up. He's at the 10, running over to his left, and he's hit there about the 11 and brought down by Owen Ordonez about the 12-yard line. So excellent field position for the Green Dragon defense. Yeah, good start to the game there by the Green Dragons. Logan kicks the ball to... Uh, one of the up men there, and uh, he can't handle it. And the ball rolls back to a clinger. He picks it up, and uh, they're going to spot the ball, I think, at the 11-yard line for the Panthers. Is that right? 12-yard line. 12-yard yep, line. Yep, 12-yard line. First and 10 for the Panthers. Ball's on the right hash mark, so wide side. It feels to the left. Going out is Daniel Gosevich to the left, along with Brody Hawk. Quarterback is Jack Howland. He's in the shotgun formation. Snap, he looks to his left. He's being chased again out of the pocket, and he throws one short to a receiver on the left. Good coverage there by Ethan Dominic. Good pressure up the middle by Owen Ordonez. Yeah, looks like uh, well-prepared there is the Green Dragons defense there for that. They brought out four receivers, two on each side with a back in the backfield, and uh, good tight coverage there by Green Dragons defense. And, got, as you said, got pressure up front. And Howe has to throw the ball away, and Dominic knocks that down. Sets up a second and ten here. Second and ten for the Panthers. This time they're in a tight formation. Howe is under center. Pro set in the backfield. Fumbles the ball, picks it up. He has nowhere to go, and he's in the backfield being chased and brought down that way. I think that was Caden Spots that brought him down, Justin. Yep, Spots brings him down, and uh, Ethan Dominic in to finish him off. It was just a bad center quarterback uh, snap. Yep. And uh, once he picked it up, there was just uh, miscommunication in the backfield. Back was going the wrong side, and uh, Hal just keeps himself, but takes a... Loss of four, four, Justin. Yeah, I was going to say. Third and 14 for Bloomsburg at their own eight-yard line. And this is where they run a lot of draws and, and uh, screens when they have this deep. Long to go on third down. Three receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Empty backfield for Hal. 
motion this time. Kevin McCarthy gives him a jet sweep around the left side. He's across the 15 and brought down about the 17-yard line that time by, I think that was Max, no, it was uh, Sher- uh, Gavin, Gavin Sheriff, Sheriff that yeah. came up and made the tackle on the jet sweep. So it brings up fourth down and about four for Bluesburg. They'll be in the punt. And doing the punting for the Panthers is uh, Torsten Hartman. And standing about midfield is Max Moyers or Max Moyers and Dante Sims. Dante Sims. So the Green Dragons should get excellent field position. Good snap. Nice kick. High kick. Sims takes at the 48. He's at the 40. He's at the 35, 30, and a horse collar tackle on a flag thrown. So the Green Dragons will have the ball inside the 20 of Bloomsburg. An excellent return by Dante Sims there, Justin. Yeah, get off the left sideline there, took off downfield, had a nice block out in front. And not only a great return, but they're going to tackle on the personal foul for the uh, horse collar tackle. And uh, the Green Dragons defense did their job. Special teams started off with a kickoff. Defense does it. And then uh, special teams comes back again with a great punt return here. And uh, see what happens. I think it will be about the 13-yard line when uh, the Green Dragons put the ball in play. We'll see what they're stepping it off now. And they... We'll put it at the 13-yard line. First and 10 for the Green Dragons at the Bloomsburg Panther 13-yard line. Ball's in the left hash mark. Shaleski calling the play in the huddle, and the Green Dragons break the huddle. We have tight end right, wing left with Dominic. Shotgun formation, and Moyers is to the right of the quarterback. Dominic in motion. High snap, give the ball to Moyers up the middle, and he is hitting the backfield and dropped for a loss of three back to the 16-yard line. Yeah, Bloomsbury sniffed that out all the way, Greg. Uh, as you said, brought Dominic in motion there, faked the jet sweep and handoff to Moyers, tried to go off the left side there, but he's dropped for a three-yard loss. Going to set up a second and 13 from now, a 16-yard line of the Panthers. This time, Dominic and Byler go to the right. Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Spalding is wing left, tight end to the right. Motion again by Dominic across the formation. High snap, they fake it. Shedleski's rolling to his right, looking in the end zone. Now he tucks it, and he's being sacked back at the 26, 27-yard line. See where they spot it. 26, a loss of 10 for the Green Dragons. So they've lost 13 yards in two plays, and now they're back to the 26. Brings up third and 23. Yeah, just the pressure. Uh, pocket collapsed, nowhere really for Nick to go with it. And uh, takes the sack and a 10-yard loss and sets up a third and long here. So going to spot it at the 26. So it sets up a third and 23. Nine minutes to go here in the first quarter. Scoreless ball game. Again, Lewisburg breaks the huddle. Moyers to the the right of the quarterback. Shotgun formation. Three receivers to the left. One receiver to the right. Sims in motion to the right. Back to pass to Shaleski. Looking out for a screen pass to Moyers. He's at the 30, the 25. He gets hit there at the 20. Fights his way forward to, uh, we'll call it the 20-yard line. So a pickup of six on the play there for Moyers. But he was hit pretty hard there, Justin, at the 20-yard line. He's down right now. Yeah, he was. He tried to... uh Tried to break out of the tackle there, and I think his leg just got caught up there as he's his second effort trying to go forward. But he is down, and he's being looked at right now by uh, the training staff and uh, the team physician right now. And they're looking at his lower. Actually, Looks like his. 
I, I don't want to speculate exactly. what it is exactly. So it's now fourth down and 16 when we get back to action. Actually, it should be about fourth and uh, 17 because the ball is resting because the ball is resting on the 20 and they have to go to the three for a first down. He is not walking off on his own power either, Justin. Right now, he's. Nah, uh, it's not a good sign at that's all. That's not a good sign. He's not putting any weight on that left leg at all. So that's really going to change what the Green Dragons do tonight, because he is an uh, integral part of that offense, Justin. Yes, he is. Not a good sign at all, as he's being carried off by the trainer and team physician. And you said it's that left leg. He is yeah. just uh, not putting any weight on at all. It's just. Okay, so now it becomes uh, fourth down and 17 for the Green Dragons. Gavin Sheriff comes in and replaces Max Moyers. And like I said, he's sitting on the bench right now, and uh, it, it doesn't look like he'll be back in the game anytime soon, Justin. Three re uh, two receivers go to the right. Two receivers to left, shotgun formation, Spalding across the formation. Sedleski back to pass, sets himself, throws out in the flat to Ordonez, catches it at the, I'm sorry, that's Spalding. He fights his way inside the, ten, well, right to the 10-yard line. So it will be first down for Bloomsburg as the Green Dragons turn it over on downs. A 10-yard completion there, but just not enough for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just couldn't get couldn't get out. Nice, good effort there by Ethan Spalding trying to break some tackles. Picks up 10, but it's going to be a turnover on down, and uh, Bloomsburg responds there. So, yes, uh, they did. Excellent field position for the yeah, Green Dragons. Green Dragons had such a short field, and uh, Bloomsburg uh, defense really stepped up and uh, didn't allow any points, and now their offense comes back on the field and uh, take over here in the first with 7.55 to go. Nick Shedleski in at linebacker now for the Green Dragons. Three receivers to the right for Bloomsburg, one to left. Back to pass is Howe. Look to his right, throws a little pass out in the flat, and it's caught by the back, but he is met and dropped about the four-yard line. That'll be a loss of about six on the play. Good job by the Green Dragon defense. In particular, I think that was uh, Harrison Murphy got in there and made the tackle on the backfield. Yeah, good good pursuit there by Harrison, and backs up the Panthers. Back to, I guess six, they yeah, back to the four-yard line. So it's second and 16. The ball's resting on the Bloomsburg Panthers' four-yard line. 16 for the Panthers inside your own five. So they have – well, Bloomsburg has to call timeout, Justin, because they didn't have enough guys on the field right now. So a little confusion there on the Bloomsburg sideline. So it's now going to bring up second down as Bloomsburg calls a timeout. It'll be second and 16, the ball resting on the Bloomsburg four-yard line. Looks like they put ice on uh, Max's knee, if I'm not mistaken, down yeah. there, Justin. Yep, on his left knee there. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's got his helmet still on, which is a good sign. But yeah, yeah, but I'm... Uh, now, now, as I say, that it looks like he's taking it off. Yeah. Uh, and jinxed the situation. Yeah, it doesn't look good for, for Max the rest of the evening. Hopefully it's nothing serious. It's just a little sprain or something. But uh, it's tough to see anybody come get hurt in a football game like this, Justin. And I, that, I don't think it had anything to do with the field conditions or anything like that because, like I said, the field is in excellent condition tonight. Just looked like it was second effort. Yep. He, um, you know, caught the pass. It was a swing pass out of the backfield to him, and he took off. An initial contact, you know, guy went low, and he was trying to break the tackle. Yep. It was just, you know, uh, second effort. Yep. 
That's exactly right. So it's now second down as the Bloomsburg Panthers come back on the field. Second down and 16-7-13 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless ball game. So Bloomsburg has two receivers left, two receivers to the right in motion this time to the receiver across the formation. Gives it to him again on the jet sweep. He's outside the Green Dragons 10-yard, I mean the Blancers 10-yard line, and Gavin Sheriff knocks him out there. About the 12-yard line, Mark Holt, the 13, pick up of eight on the play, make it third and seven. They ran that uh, last series there again yep. with the receiver, uh, Brody Hawk, their uh, go-to receiver. This time again, they put him in motion, jet sweep off that left side. And both plays, he's got a good chunk of uh, real estate that he got out. Going to set up a third down here and uh, see if the Green Dragons defense can get, get off the field here. This time we have... Two receivers right back to pass is Howard. Looking deep down the field, throws a deep out over here. Excellent position, but it looks like dual possession, but that will go to the offense. First down, Hawk catches a well-thrown ball there, but it was excellent coverage by Ethan Spalding to the 20, well, the call the 30-yard line. So a first down for Bloomsburg. Yeah, pick, pick up a 17 there, and... Uh, Hawk just, uh, you know, went and brought it down. Spalding had a good position there, and it's just uh, Hawk brought it down, and as you said, they're going to give uh, possession to the receiver. Gets the Panthers a first down out to the 29. First and 10 for Bloomsburg on their own 29-yard line. Initial first down of the game for either team. Hawk Howe looks to his left, throws a pass out there in the flat, and he has just gobbled up. Spalding turned the play in, and then I don't know who, let's see, it looks like uh, Caden Spots and... Uh, Harrison Murphy in on there in the tackle. Loss of two, three in the play back to the 12-yard line, or I'm sorry, 27-yard line. Second down and 12 for the Bloomsbury Panthers. And the Green Dragon defense, Greg, is doing a good job pursuing right away as uh, they're running these short patterns, and uh, they're, they're getting up there and uh, gang tackling, basically. They really are. Did a nice job there for a three-yard uh, loss. Okay, Hawk and uh, Locke come to the right. Back to pass is Hal. Looks to his left. There's another quick screen out there to Klinger, and he gets back to the 30, maybe the 31-yard line. They pick up a four in the play. It's going to make it third down and nine, a big play down here for the Green Dragon defense as they have to go just about to the 40-yard line for a first down. Tried to call a wide receiver screen there on the left side there, and uh, Going to get a short gain out of it. Sets up, as you said, Greg, third down, third and nine from the 31 here. And uh, Bloomsburg was able to convert last last time on third down yeah. here. They look for number 88, that Brody Hawk. He's here to the slot in the right. Shotgun formation, two guys in the backfield, back to pass. He's looking for Hawk down the field. He's closing out to Hawk here. And he, nice catch on Hawk as he jumps in the air and catches at about the 37, 36-yard line. He'll be short of a first down. It'll make it fourth down and four from the 36-yard line. See what Bloomsburg's going to do here. Looks like they might go for it, Justin. Some confusion out right now as uh, their tight end, Yoakum, goes off the field. And they are going for it in fourth down and about four. Back to pass is how he looks downfield. He throws a quick out here to Hawk, and he catches it right at the 40 for a first down for Bloomsburg. So another first down for the Panthers, puts it at the 40-yard line with 4.30 to go here in the first quarter of a scoreless ball game. Got to just be aware that 
you know, this this quarterback's looking. Obviously, they got a really good chemistry and connection. We got to play a little tighter there, Craig, on fourth yeah. down. They, he was just obviously made a smart play there, went to the sticks, knew where he needed to be, and uh, they were able to convert. Hawk in motion. This time they give it up the middle to the tailback, and he's met on the line of scrimmage. He breaks a tackle and goes for about five yards to the 45-yard line. Good initial penetration by the Green Dragons defense on Kate Klinger there, but he just broke that tackle and kept going. Yeah, not able to wrap up, and the Green Dragons defense has to get a little bounce in this step here because uh, Bloomsburg's calling the play. They're not even huddling, Greg. Nope. And uh, we're making substitutions, and we're not ready. Second and five from the 45. Back to pass is Howe. Looks over here to his right, throws a high pass, and that time it's incomplete to, incomplete to Madden Lock, so it brings up third and five from the 45. Looks like it must be starting to rain, Justin, because I see some um- umbrellas popping up. Yep. So now makes its third down and five from the 45. And you would think the, the rain would go against Bloomsburg because as they really? like to pass. Yep. Let's see what Hal does here. He's in the shotgun formation. There's an eye back, and now there's three receivers to the right, which is a short side of the field, tight end left. Motion by Hawk across the formation. And it looks like he turned up there a little soon. Looks like the Hawk, when he turned up field, was just a little before the snap count, so that'll make it now third and 10 from the 40-yard line. Third and ten, Panthers from their own 40. So now we'll see what Bloomsburg does. Mm-hmm. They're waiting, waiting for the official to blow it ready for play. Okay, the, I'm sorry, he did blow it ready for play as the playcock's down for 12 seconds already, and Bloomsburg is just coming into the huddle. They break the huddle now. Two receivers left, two receivers right, tight end. No, there's motion that time again by by, uh, Bloomsburg. And it just throws it to the wide receiver, Hawk, there. That's incomplete, out of bounds. We'll see what they do here. That was an illegal shift by Bloomsburg as the back was in motion while the uh, forward motion. While the ball was being snapped, so the penalties decline will bring up fourth down for the Panthers at the Green Dragon. I mean, at the Panthers' 40-yard line. We'll see what they do here. Looks like they're going to punt, Justin. Yeah, we're going to punt. Now we've got to make the adjustment with Max being hurt. Looks like we're just going to send Ethan Dominic and Gavin Sheriff back to receive this punt. Hartman back to punt for the Panthers, standing at his own 25-yard line. Waiting on the snap is Hartman, a high snap, backs up a little, gets the punt off, a high punt. Fair catch called by by Sheriff, and he gets it about the 31-yard line. So the Green Dragons will take over on their own 31, 3.33 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless ball game. Good high punt downfield there, allowed his uh, kick uh, punt coverage team to get down there, and uh, Gavin has to call the fair catch. And uh, with 3.33 to go in the first quarter, Green Dragons will take over from their own 33-yard line, or 31-yard line, excuse me. Score nodded at zero. First and 10 for the Green Dragons, and Shedleski comes in to call the play. And, Justin, this is where they're going to have to pick it up. Somebody's going to have to step up right now for Max. Two receivers right. And right off the bat, Justin, they're a player short. Wide receiver to the left. 
Shotgun formation. Dominic in motion to the right. Throws a quick flare out to Dominic. He catches out at 25, cuts inside to the 30, hit and dropped at the 33, so a pickup of two in the play. Makes it second down and eight for the Green Dragons. Yeah, a little uncertainty there by the Green Dragons coming out, a little confusion coming out. And it was a swing pass to Dominic off the right side in the flat. He picks up uh, two yards there. But, again, it's it's downfield. It's the blocking. It's two plays I saw in a row on these uh, short intermediate routes where um, well, it looks like we got equipment. Uh, yeah, looks like equipment Caden Spot has to come Caden off. Spots has to come off. But uh, it's the blocking downfield. We're a block away from uh, you know, springing it a little bit longer, and that's what our receivers just got to make that adjustment here. Dylan Croner into the game right now for Caden Spots. So we have Landis coming to the left along with Jay Leonard. Split formation in the backfield. Motion to the right by Sheriff. Give the ball to Dominic up the middle. He's across the 35 and falls to the 40. Pickup of seven on the play for Ethan Dominic. Makes it third down and one. Good run there by Ethan Dominic. Yeah, just straight up the gut there. Gets a nice gain, as you said, Greg, of seven yards. And uh, going to set up a third and short here for the Green Dragons. And this is where I think we call Nick Shedleski's number. Get that yep, uh, quarterback. Get the first key. down, yep. yep. Although the last time we ran the quarterback sneak, he fumbled. Just. Yes, last week. <laughs> They're in the shotgun formation. He has sidecars in the backfield. Sheriff in motion. Back to pass. He looks downfield. He throws a deep ball down here. to Oh, and he's it's pushed in interference on the play as Jack Landis was pushed by Brody Hawk. So it'll be an automatic first down for the Green Dragons. Their first first down of the ball game. Yeah, Landis was coming on the left sideline here on a streak. Shedleski had all the time. Good job by the line up front. And uh, just the corner basically, as uh, was uh, as we said with hockey, wasn't looking back for right. the ball at all and uh, made contact. And it's going to be a pass interference on the Panthers. Going to give uh, the Green Dragons a first down with 2.10 to go here in the first quarter. And the ball moves into Bloomsburg territory to their about their 44-yard line. So it'll be a first and 10 for the Green Dragons on the Bloomsburg 44-yard line with 2.10 to go in this ball scoreless ball game in the first quarter green dragons break the huddle as jack landis comes to left along with jay lanert motion again by sheriff they look out the sheriff they throw no shaleski tucks it and he runs he's across the 45 to 40 and he steps out of bounds about the 30 see where they mark at the 34 yard line a pickup of 11 on the play for nick shaleski Good read by Nick there. Recognized the you know, coverage. Downfield was tight. There was nowhere to go as the pocket was breaking down. Rolls out to his right. Looks upfield. Sees you know daylight. Takes off. Gets out of bounds and a pickup of 11. Good run there by Nick Shedleski. So first and 10 for the Green Dragons on the Bloomsburg 34-yard line. Three receivers come to the left. One receiver, Simeon Baller to the right. Dominic to the left of the quarterback. Shaleski's in the shotgun formation, gets a snap, gives it to Dominic up the middle. He cuts outside, and he's across the 30, falls forward to about the 33, I mean the 29-yard line. Pick up a five on the play, make it second down and five for Dominic. Yeah, spread it out a little bit, brought th uh, three receivers on the left side there and uh, hand off to Dominic as he was sidecar on the left side, cuts it back to right, full steam ahead, picks up five and sets up a second and five here. The Green Dragons offense got something going here, Greg. 135 to go in the first quarter. Scoreless ball game. Two receivers left. One receiver to the right. 
Split backs. Sheriff in motion again. Looks out to Sheriff. Shalesky tucks it again. He's running to his right. He cuts inside. He's across the 30. Fights his way forward to about the 26-yard line. Maybe a pickup of, we'll call it pickup of three in the play. Make it third and two for the Green Dragons. Similar to what uh, we saw two plays ago. Yep. You know, coverage, good downfield. And you talked about it, Greg, in the pregame, you know, how athletic uh, the secondary was for Bloomsburg. And they do have tight coverage. Nick recognizes that. And instead of making a mistake, he keeps the ball and, you know, tries to get something positive out of it. Sets up a manageable third and two here. And he, definitely four down territory. Cam Michaels is now the running back of the game. Three receivers split out to the left. Dominic in motion coming across the formation to the right. High snap, give it to Michaels up the middle. He's hitting the backfield and dropped for a loss of three back to the 30-yard line. So it brings up fourth down and now for the Green Dragons from the 30-yard line. They need about six, six and a half yards for a first down. Yeah, I think with uh, the clock, we're down under, well, they stopped it for what? I don't know. The official. It looks like they called a timeout. The official, or the official sent both teams to the sidelines, and I didn't. I don't know. Did we? I didn't see lightning. Or I didn't see it Justin, either. But I saw uh, the officials say both teams go to your sidelines, and not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here. It looks like both teams have been sent to the sideline. There must have been lightning that we didn't see, but we're watching the ball game right now. We're not watching out there for that. There's 19 seconds to go. In the first quarter of a scoreless ball game, Lewisburg has the ball on the Bloomsburg 30-yard line, fourth down and six to go, and uh, we'll see what happens. I'm just uh, a little confused because I I think they're sending the teams to the locker room. We'll we'll figure it out. This this is Lewisburg Green Dragon football, 100.9 The Valley. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. We're back here at Howard L. Bullock Memorial Field in the campus of Seals Grove High School where there's 19.3 seconds to go in the first quarter. And uh, evidently there has been lightning in the area again. So we are on 30 minutes of time off. Uh, They they can't do anything for 30 minutes, Justin. They have to wait between lightning strikes of uh, 30 minutes. So it's fourth and six for the Green Dragons. Uh, It's the first quarter. It's a scoreless ball game. Uh, Lewisburg has had Nick Shaleski essentially has been taken over the offense, Justin, with uh, 
what's he had three passes he's completed three passes yeah, he's, he's th- run the ball three times yep he's three three of three for uh, 18 yards early on here and he's ran the ball uh, three times for uh, four yards took the sack uh, loss of 10 but um, as you said Greg 19.3 19.3 seconds left here on the clock it's a fourth and six for the Green Dragons uh, but the officials saw lightning and I see the Bloomsburg coach Al talking to him right now just yeah I- you know, your guess is as good as mine what's going to go on. But, you know, Justin, it, it's now 9 o'clock. And uh, a half an hour break will take it to 9.30 at the earliest that they can play this game, start this game up again. Uh, again, it comes down to facilities, Justin. You know, they, I know they want to get this game in. Bloomsburg wants to play this game tonight yeah. as, as bad as possible because of what's going on with their schedule next. Yeah, they got, a, they got a, you know, a normal Friday night game next week, and, uh, you know, they want to get get in and get prepared. You know, it's every we talked about it earlier for the Green Dragons, but the same can be said for Bloomsburg. Every right. game is very important, you know, when you're looking at the schedule and uh, exactly. playing it out for the playoff scenario. And, uh, now rightfully so. I can understand their frustration and, uh, you know, where they want to get the game in and play. Uh, but, you know, we start to reach a, a point in time where, you know, we're, we're after 9 o'clock already. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got another 30 minutes until. And, and you know, Justin, uh, I don't know what the driving rules are anymore because my kids are all <laughs> old enough that, uh, that, <laughs> that it, doesn't matter anymore. But, yeah. you know, a 16-year-old on a junior license, can he drive after or she drive after 11 o'clock? I don't think so. You know, so that's something we have to look forward to because there's some players on the team that I'm yeah. sure drove that. You know, right now, if this game continues, it's going to be after 11 o'clock before the team bus gets home. Yeah. So we'll see what's going on. We'll come back a little later and let you know what's going on. But this is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley.
100.9 The Valley. If you're tuning in for Lewisburg Green Dragon football, we are currently in a weather delay on a game that started 90 minutes late. So uh, we've got both teams in the locker room right now waiting for officials to hear what's going to happen next. Hopefully we can get this game in tonight. Lewisburg Green Dragons playing uh, Bloomsburg Panthers at uh, Sealands Grove. So we'll check in with the guys in the stadium in a little bit to see what's going on. For now, traveling Wilburys in the back. Music for your weekend. I couldn't get through the weekend without you. It's what we do on the Valley.
100.9 The Valley currently in a weather delay for Lewisburg Green Dragon football. But uh, good news, we just heard from the guys at the stadium that uh, they're going to resume play in just a few minutes. So that's good. They've been in the locker room now for, goodness, at least 15, 20 minutes, maybe longer. And finally, we're going to get back to some football. So after REO, we'll send it down to Greg and Justin at Harold L. Foley Memorial Field. The Valley, and uh, just heard from the guys down at the field. Looks like the teams are out of the locker room, heading back out onto the field. So we're going to send it down to those guys now. Bullock Field with 19.3 seconds to go in the first quarter. The play clock's winding down. The Green Dragons have fourth down and six at the 30-yard line. Looks like they're going to let the play clock run down. We'll get to the end of the first quarter, and we'll go from there. The play clock... Just expired. 
And uh, it's the end of the first quarter with no score in the game here at Howard L. Bullock Memorial Field. This is Wolfsburg Green Dragon Football, 100.9 The Valley. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! When people talk about the good old days, one of the things they're remembering is when you walked into the local bank and the tellers grieved you by name. You knew that whether it was a mortgage, farm loan, IRA, or CD, you could count on the bank to help because they were there to serve you and the community. Thankfully, that's still the case at Turbotville National Bank. Turbotville National Bank, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you, and strong enough to protect you. Turbotville National Bank, 4710 State Route 54, online at ttnb.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. And you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center designed with you in mind. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Okay, we're back here at Seals Grove, where we're now into the third quarter. Uh, Lewisburg went for it and fourth down and threw an incomplete pass in the end zone. A well-thrown ball by Nick Shaleski that just couldn't be held by the receiver. Lewisburg took over on their own 30, has run two jet sweeps, and is now on the Lewisburg 45-yard line, first and 10. They are in a tight wing formation. Back to pass is Howe. Looking to his right, throws a deep ball down the field. He gets behind the running back, uh, defensive back. He catches the ball about the 17-yard line. Is that Hop? Yep. Yep, big Hawk over there. 
makes another catch on a high-thrown pass, and they're, they're there now on the, what, 18, 19-yard line, first and 10 for Bloomsburg. And there's yeah. just no life right now on the Green Dragons. No, they've come out and uh, pretty flat here since this last, but that's uh, Hawks' fourth catch, that one for 25 yards. But a good thrown ball there by Howe down on the right sideline. We had double coverage there, and, mm -hmm. and Hawk just goes up with a good athletic ability and brings it down. Again, shotgun formation, motion to left, three receivers to the left. He looks to his left, throws a screen pass to Hawk, who makes one man miss. He has blockers in front. He's out to the 10, 5, and he gets pushed out of bounds by Gavin Sheriff about the 2-yard line, it looks like. So it'll be first and goal on the 2 for the Panthers. I thought I saw a flag down, come down on that sideline, so I think it's going to be... It's going to be a hold on the... Okay, there is a hold on the Panthers. You are right, Justin. So the Green Dragons catch a break there. The ball will go back to the 21. We'll make it first and about, about 11. So first down for the Panthers on the 11. The Green Dragons have to step up here defensively and get this ball back for the, their offense. Yeah, we, we were on single coverage with uh, Hawk out there. And, Greg, single coverage is not going to get it done tonight on this guy. He is... Uh, we knew coming in tonight how good a receiver was and the chemistry that he has with the quarterback, but uh, he's he's making some plays tonight. Hawk gets split out wide right where he's one-on-one -on -one with Cam Michaels. Tight wing formation, motion by Hurd. They throw a little screen pass out to Hurd. He gets hit in the backfield and dropped for maybe no gain. It looks like he's maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, Justin. will make it second down and 11. Yeah, just uh, brought from in motion off the backside there, just a little swing pass to him, and uh, good pursuit there by the Green Dragon defense, bringing him down for no gain. Green Dragons have to be wary on that because if that ball is fumbled, it's a, it's a, live it's ball. a lateral, it's a backward pass. It's really a run for her instead of a pass. Okay, this time they're split, uh, splitting wide, both right and left, shotgun formation for Howe. In motion is Russell King. To the right side, back to pass is Hawk. Good pressure this time by the Green Dragons, and they get him. Looks like uh, was Nick, Shedleski. Nick Shedleski on the tackle there for a sack, a loss of a yard on the play. Good play there by Nick Shedleski, and it makes it third and about 13 from the 22-yard line. Yeah, with the injury to Max Moyers, you're seeing Nick Shedleski coming out in on defense full-time, playing both ways. And uh, Saul out here, Greg, we once had a double coverage there with Hawk and uh, he was there he was the go-to he was the primary receiver there on that play and uh how pulls down right in his face is Nick Shaleski bring him down for the sack and the one yard loss Hawk is split out by himself this time one-on-one -on -one coverage they give him a jet sweep this time around the left side to Hurd he cuts it back and he's across the 20 and brought down the 19 yard line by Josh Ghost and Nick Shaleski good pursuit by the Green Dragon defense brings up a fourth down and about 10. Got another injury for the Green Dragons down on the field. Can't see who this one is. Looks like it's it Owen Ordonez. Owen Ordonez, yep. As you said on the last play, they're... Uh, this looks know. like an ankle, Justin. Yeah. But good pursuit by the Green Dragon defense to keep that to a minimal gain. Because the first two plays they ran on the jet sweep in this series, they gained 25 yards. Yeah, they had... Good success with it. Try to come back. It's going to set up a fourth and ten here from the 18-yard line. Again, 0-0 here in the second quarter. 8.46 to go. Got an injured Green Dragon down on the field. Uh, we talked about earlier, Max Moyers has left the game uh, and is not even back out on the sidelines at all. 
uh, right now. So uh, wishing Max nothing but the best. And a good sign here for yep. the Green Dragons as Owen Ordonez gets up on his own and is uh, walking, walking off, off on his yep. own. Uh, yeah, I think hopefully he'll be back in. But he wants to go in, but he's got to realize I think he's got to come out for a play. Yeah, he has to come out for a play. Four, eight. Yeah, he has to come off because he'd make 12 in the field for the yeah. Green Dragons. Yeah, by rule, he's got to come out for that one yep. play. Shotgun formation for the Green Dragons. I'm sorry, for the Panthers. Fourth, field goal. fourth and ten, they're going to try a field goal from, uh, be a 36-yard field goal, and he does have the leg to do this, Hartman. He has a strong leg. Down, the kick's up, and it looks like it is good. So the Panthers take a 3-0 lead on a 36-yard field goal by Torsten Hartman. So that's about, you know, that's as well as the Green Dragons could have come away. Well, zero, nothing there would have been better, but... For only giving up three points there, Justin, was uh, maybe a bit blessing for the Green Dragons defense. Yeah, they stood up there, got the, got the hold, brought, it, brought that long uh, reception back, right. and uh, defense did their job and limited it to just three points. So, so now uh, the Green Dragons take over an offense, and uh, this is where, you know, they don't have a lot of seniors on their team, you know, but they have three good leaders there in Shedleski and Graydon Feldman and Josh Ghost that I think uh, – they can they can bring this Green Dragon offense back, Justin. Yep, somebody's gonna have to step up here and uh, get everything going. We, we saw you know last series, uh, Ethan Dominic running hard, and uh, he's gonna pick up the load here for Max Moyers, and uh, I'm sure we're gonna see Cam Michaels getting a little bit more action as well. Yep. So uh, kicking off will be Sheriff and Dominic Hartman. Sheriff and Dominic are deep, standing about the ten yard line, and the film I was watching, he can kick it into the end zone. He has a strong leg, this Hartman. Hartman is a senior. He's 6'2", 173-pounder. He does the punting and the kicking for the Panthers. Approaches the ball. Kicks off. Low kick. And it oh, goes, goes out of bounds. So out yes. of bounds right about the two-yard line. So it doesn't quite go into the end zone. So the Green Dragons should get excellent field position out to the 35. So it'll be first attempt for the Green Dragons on their own 35-yard line. Yeah, plenty of time here. Just got to get Get yourselves in a rhythm here. 8.33 to go in the second quarter. Green Dragons will take 8.33, over. like Justin said, to go. Trailing three to nothing. And what, what this does also, Justin, affects the play calling of the head coach per se. You know, yeah. he's used to having Moyers back there, so he's going to have to get used to play calling without Moyers back there. Green Dragons break the huddle. Come out in the shotgun formation. Sheriff is in the slot right along with Simeon Byler to the left of the quarterback is Ethan Dominic. Motion by Sheriff. Given on jet sweep to Sheriff around the left end. He's hit at the 35 and maybe fights forward. Nope. Give him forward progress to the 36-yard line. So a pickup of one by Sheriff there. Makes a second nine for the Green Dragons. Yeah, was in the slot, brought in motion on that jet sweep off the left side there. And uh, uh, pursued there by the Panthers. Going to bring him down as he only picks up one. Second and nine for Lewisburg. Shaleski's in the huddle calling the play. Byler to the right. Ordonez the tight end to the left. Spalding split out wide to the left. In the slot right is Sheriff. Dominic to the left of the quarterback. 
They give a quick pass out to Sparty. Catches at the 40 and brought down maybe for a first down. Yep, he got down, gets to the 45 for a nine-yard gain and a first down for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And, Justin, something you said when we weren't on the air, this kid has to get more involved in the offense with more years out. Yeah, too good of an athlete not to be involved. Uh, you know, we've seen him over the last two years making some plays. And just uh, I know he was, you know, sick coming into the season. Um, and just getting, you know, just getting healthy. But uh, he's a playmaker, and yep. we need to get the ball in his hands, especially with Max Moyers out of the game. First down for the Green Dragons. Ball's in the left hash mark. Shotgun formation. Dominic to the right of the quarterback. Dominic up the middle. He cuts it outside. He's at the 45, the 50, and in the Bloomsburg territory at the 40. Nine-yard line to pick up a six in the play for Ethan Dominic. So it makes it second and four for the Green Dragons. We saw Spalding coming in motion there and picked up a nice block to really set set the tone there for Don to kick that out to the left side there. Picks up six, sets up a manageable second and four. And she said, Greg, you're on Panther territory. Second, four, 7.15 to go in the first half. The Green Dragons trail the Bloomsburg Panthers 3-0. to zero. We have one receiver split out wide to the right, tight end to the right. Shotgun formation, Byler in motion. Across the formation, they give the Dominic up the middle, tries to break it outside. It's tough to run against these Panthers outside, and he gets, oh, good job by Ethan to pick up about three, well, they're going to mark it at the 45 of the Panthers to pick up a four, but he's going to be just shy of the first down. So it'll be second down and about the length of a football for first down. Yeah, he got kicked back out there. He went run through, you know, that. Basically, the A-gap there got kicked out, took off, and that was just pure effort there by Ethan Dominic. Had two guys in pursuit, had angles on him, and he just puts his shoulder down and uh, picks up a good good gain and sets up a third and one here with 6.50 to go in the second quarter. And the Panthers jump offside as the Green Dragons go on two, and that should give them a first down to the Panthers' 40-yard line. I think with a little experience, Dominic is going to keep that play inside just instead of trying to break everything outside because they are fast. I mean, it's tough to run wide on these guys. Yes. They're not big. Nope, but they are quick. They are very quick. So first and 10 for the Green Dragons on the 40-yard line of the Bloomsburg Panthers. 6.50 to go in the first half. Bloomsburg leads 3-0. to zero. Cam Michaels in the slot left. Split out wide left is Spalding. Dominic to the left of the quarterback in the shotgun formation. Dominic looks back to pass. He comes to his right and throws it out to the right, and there's two guys there, and wasn't a, I think the pass might have been to Ordonez, who wasn't even looking for it, Justin. Yeah, play didn't look good from the start, Greg. We had some guys just not lined up properly, and even, uh, you know, Nick was trying to get adjusted with the back, which side he wanted him on, and just wasn't a clean play. Going to set up a second and ten here after the incomplete pass. 6.43 to go here in the second quarter. Bloomsbury leads 3-0. to zero. Ball's on the right hash mark, so the wide side of the field is to the left as the Green Dragons move left to right here in the first half. Byler and Michaels are split out wide to the right. Ordonez is, I'm sorry, to the left. Ordonez is tight end to the right. Back to pass Chileski. He's under pressure. Throws out here to Dominic in the flat. He's under heavy pressure, and he's brought down for a loss on the play. 
Dominic on the reception. Look to the 41. He only loses one on the play. Xavier Russell King. But it makes it now third and 11. Again, they had some confusion third in the route running in the, the in the secondary Panthers because they have two guys running the same route. Yeah, there's two guys coming across the middle there, same route, and uh, Nick just checks down, hits Ethan Dominic, and Dominic just puts his head down, tries to get something positive out, loses one, sets up a third and 11 here. Same formation. Spalling across formation. They give the sp uh, Dominic up the middle. This time he's hitting the backfield, breaks a tackle, and picks up three to the 38-yard line. So we'll make it. First Fourth down and eight from the 38-yard line, and I assume, Justin, they're going to go for it here in fourth down. Nope. Looks like they're sending the punt team in. Perfect opportunity right here. It's called a fake here, Greg. Nick Shaleski's doing the punting quarterback. You know, they got the ball on the Panther 38 right now. And Howe is back deep for, I'm sorry, Hawk is it back deep for the Panthers. Good snap, high punt. And he lets it hit and drops his inside the 10, inside the 5. And it's down to about the 3 yard line. So good job there by Shedleski to pin the Panthers deep with 5.19 to go in the first half. Yeah, good job there. Lead three nothing. By uh, Nick Shed there. Great punt and uh, really swung the field position there now, Greg. Pinning the uh, Panthers back to their own 3 yard line. Wolfsburg has all three timeouts left in the first half, as does the Panthers. And. Uh, Good three and out here, and they should get excellent field position. Yeah, we got them backed up here, as we said, with the exchange with the punt. You know, get a slippery ball here, and we saw it earlier with the center quarterback exchange for the Panthers. Hopefully, yep. uh, they can lose one here again. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to um, one receiver to the right for the Panthers. Gives it to the tailback, and he's hit and dropped about the five yard line. Pickup of call it two in the play, make it second down and eight. Just trying to get some breathing room there for the Panthers. Just a quick handoff there off the left side. Picks up two. Second down eight for the Panthers. Five minutes to go in the first half. 3-0 lead for the Panthers of Bloomsburg over the Green Dragons. Green Dragons defense has not played badly tonight. They just, uh, you know, they've been, like I said, there's just no life right now to the Green Dragons. Okay, two receivers to the right. Hawk is in, in motion to the left. They give the ball up the middle, and he breaks one tackle, and he fights forward to about the 10-yard line. They pick up a five in the play, brings up third, and we'll call it three. Big play here for the Green Dragon defense. Yeah, we saw that play earlier called where the, what they'll do is they'll bring Hawk in motion, Clinger fake the handoff, and almost like a counter, kick back off to, to, to Hawk's coming in motion from right to left, and then they'll hand it off going to the right side. Big third down here for the Green Dragons defense, third, third and four. four. Four minutes and uh, five seconds to go. Panthers just inside their own pen. Play clock's at 15 seconds, and the Panthers break the huddle. Two receivers come to the left. Find 88. One receiver, two receivers to the right. Hawks to the right. Back to passes Howe. Looking to his left. Throws a deep ball down the field. The defensive back turns around and makes all makes, makes a good play on it. That was Jack Landis that turned around just in time to make a good play and break it up. Yep. Real good nice. coverage. Yeah, real nice coverage and good play there by Jack Landis. Turn, found the ball, and uh, it was almost able to reel that in for an interception, but able to force uh, you know, a pun punting situation here. And I'm just looking to see you know, got enough guys on the field, Greg. Just start checking here. Yep, we have 11 on the field. Sheriff and Dominic back. Sheriff and Dominic deep standing at the Bloomsburg 40-yard line. 
Good snap. In fact, the guy moved forward. A bad punt. It's a high punt. Someone's got to be talking here. Get away from that. And they bounced, the ball bounced, and it went to the 40-yard line. So the Green Dragons will have excellent field position the 40-yard line, but Bloomsburg wide receiver in motion here turned up way before the snap. It should have been a penalty on the play. So first attempt for the Green Dragons on the Black Panthers, or the Bloomsburg Panthers, 30, 40-yard line, we'll call it, with 3.39 to go in the first half, and the Green Dragons have three timeouts left. Break the huddle, Sheriff to the right of the quarterback, Dominic to the left of the quarterback, Landis is in the slot right, Sims is wide receiver to left. Sheriff in motion, throw a screen pass back to Dominic. He's missing, makes the guy miss at the 40. He's at the 35, the 30, and brought down about the 28-yard line to pick up a 12 in the play, first down. Nice screen pass there for the Green Dragons. Yeah, real nice call there. I think we tried to call that in the first quarter two times. Just didn't develop there and uh, dialed it back up. We will connect there, and Dominic gets the reception and pick up a 12 there. Plenty of time. Plenty of time with three timeouts to go here for the Green Dragons. 3.15 to go in the first half, 3-0 lead by the Panthers. Sims split out wide left, Landis in the slot right, Byler wide right. Eye formation in the backfield, shotgun, Landis in motion. Give the ball to Sheriff up the middle, and he has nowhere to go. These Green Dragons are trying to break everything outside, and Justin, there's just nowhere to go outside. Now you're going to have to keep that get up the middle. Good, good pursuit there by the Panthers' uh, defense. It's going to be, going to be a loss. loss of one. Face mask? Let's see here. Possibility. I don't know. I see. Uh, looks like Bloomsburg's backing up. I thought I saw it, but I didn't see the flag initially. I thought I saw a face mask, but I didn't see it. Personal flag, yep, it is a face mask against Bloomsburg, so that will give the Green Dragons a first down inside the 20-yard line. We'll take it, Justin. Yeah, any way we can, we'll take it. So the ball will now be placed, uh, let's see, right at the 15-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for the Green Dragons at the 15-yard line. At the Panther 15. Ordonez is the tight end left. Shotgun formation, Dominic to the left of the tight, uh, quarterback. Give the ball to Dominic up the middle. This time he stays true up the middle. And he runs inside the five to the four for a first down, a pickup of 11. Dominic on the carry. First down for the Green Dragons and goal. Yeah, he just trusted his blockers there. Greg followed uh, lead block and uh, off the tail ends and picks up 11, gets the ball down to the four-yard line. It'll be first and goal from the four. And it looks like Bloomsburg is going to use another timeout. So that's their second timeout here in the first half. So 2.28 to go in the first half. Green Dragons trail 3-0, but they have the ball on the Bloomsburg four-yard line, first and goal on the four. And again, I think that straight-ahead running is there for Glossburg all night, Justin. Yeah, I've got to stay with it, keep pounding the rock there, coming through, you know, right off, uh, right in between the uh, the guard in the center there. Just yep. keep hammering that right away and get back to it. Um, Dominic's having some success there. And as you said, when we're trying to kick it out, you know, they're just too fast in pursuit. They really are quick. Yeah, and their defense is doing a good job. You know, this is the second drive that we've had the ball inside the 15, Greg, and Mm -hmm. the last time. Again, on behalf of Lewisburg, football boosters, we'd like to thank our premier sponsor, Fairfield Chevrolet Cadillac. So the Green Dragons are getting ready to go back on the field. 2.28 to go in the first half. This is by far and away the most consistent drive they've had of the night, Justin, in terms of running and passing the ball. Now, it was aided by a penalty, but 
you know, they, they move the ball forward on every play. Now starting getting a little rhythm up front there, you know, and feeling confident. And a, and a touchdown here would do loads for their confidence. Again, we're going to get the ball and start the second half as Bloomsburg right. won the toss and, you know, opening the game with the receiving. So uh, the Green Dragons get the ball to start the second half. But, uh, you know, with 2.28 to go here in the second quarter, we trail by a score of 3-0, but we're knocking on the door from the four-yard line right now. First and goal for the Green Dragons. They break the huddle. They have two receivers to the left, Byler and Sheriff to the left. Shotgun formation. Ordonia is tight end right. Spalding is wing right. Dominate to the left of the quarterback, Shedleski. Chaleski's looking over to the sideline for the play call. He's changing the play. Spalding resets. High snap, gives it to Dominic up the middle, and he fights his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Four-yard run by Ethan Dominic gives him a touchdown with 2.23 to go in the first half. The Wolfsburg Green Dragons take a 6-3 to lead. Good effort there by Ethan Dominic because he was met right at the line of scrimmage, made a spin move, and just kept his feet going and found a way to get in the end zone and get the Green Dragons on the board with the PAT attempt on its way here. Let's come in to try the extra point. He's a left-footed kicker. Snaps down, it's up, and the kick is good. So the Green Dragons have a 7-3 lead with 2.23 to go in the first half. Ben Liscom with the extra point kick. So a good drive there by the Green Dragons. A nice tough run there by Ethan Dominic to finish it off. And that Ethan Dominic four-run, four-yard rushing touchdown could be the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's Schmokin Dam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. So the Green Dragons will now kick off with 2.23 to go in the first half, and... This is where the defense, you know what they're going to do, Justin. You know they're going to throw the ball, and then this is where the defense has to come through for the Green Dragons. Going deep for the Panthers, for the Panthers is Brody Hawk, Brody Hawk, and he's back there by himself. Logan Moore doing the kicking for the Dragons. Logan Moore will kick off. And, Logan, we need him to kick it into the end zone, Justin. Yeah, we need him to show off that uh, foot here. Yeah, we really do. Logan's getting ready to kick. He has the ball right in the middle of the field to kick this time. Approaches the ball. A nice high kick. Not going to get to the end zone. Hawk gets it at the 5. He's out to the 10. 15. There's a hole up the middle. He's at the 20 and the 25. And across the 30. Fighting forward to the 35 and 30. Call it the 39-yard line for a first down. So 38-yard line. They'll spot it where the Panthers... Have excellent field position. Yeah, good return there by by Hockey. Just got up and made some moves and then uh, broke a couple tackles. And guys just not wrapping up. And that's not what we need here after we get the momentum on our side and uh, get our first lead of the game. Bloomsburg with great field position. They're going to take over 39. They do have one timeout left, but 2.13 to go here in the second quarter, Greg. A lot of time for this Panther offense because of the way they throw the ball. Hawks split out wide to the right, three receivers to the left, tight end also to the right. Howell's the quarterback all alone in the shotgun formation. There's no backs around him. 
Now that's an illegal, that should be an illegal substitution because he has to come in across the numbers. The ref does throw the flag and uh, they throw the ball to Hoff. They had an 11th person come on, but he never crossed the numbers, Justin. That is automatic penalty. And uh, it was a pickup of one on the play. See what the Green Dragons do here if they want to take the play or the penalty. It's an illegal substitution. It looks like the Green Dragons will take the penalty and push it back to the 34-yard line. So now it's first and 15 for the Panthers. We haven't had a lot of pressure on Hal tonight, Justin, except that first series of play. Yeah, we really haven't up front got too much pressure. We need to dial it up, especially in this situation here as it's obviously a passing situation. If you look here, they have Josh Ghost now over the center. So hopefully we can generate some rush up the middle. Two receivers left, three receivers to the right. Shotgun formation, motion by across for a jet sweep. And this time they have a run wide, and he has the corner. He's around the 40, the 40... Three, four-yard line where they'll mark him out of bounds. So pick up a nine on the play by Russell King. Yeah, got jet sweep there, one left to right. Got got the edge there. Good blocking by the Panthers. And uh, Gavin Sheriff takes him out of bounds after he gets a pickup of about nine yards. So it's second down and five now from the 44-yard line. Al comes into the huddle to call play. 2-0-1 remaining in the first half as the clock stopped as the, he was pushed out of bounds. Wide side of the field to the left, and we have three receivers to the left. Hawk is his favorite receiver to the right in single coverage. Back to pass is Howard. He looks out, he tucked down, and he's sacked in the backfield. Looks like Nick Shalesky's in there. Nick Shalesky and Harry Murphy. Harry, Harry Murphy. Murphy. Harrison Murphy. So puts it back to the 41, third and eight, the clock's running with 144 to go. Good play there by Shedleski. Yeah, we're calling his name often here in the second quarter from the defensive side of the ball, getting good pressure up front there. By, uh, I think that's his second sack, if yes. I'm not mistaken, tonight, Justin. Okay, three receivers to the left, two receivers to the right, and uh, Hawk is in the slot right. Al's alone back there. He's back straight back to pass, and he's beat. Oh, my Pass down the field, almost picked off there by Cam Michaels. Good coverage, and poor uh, Josh Ghost was being held there. He didn't call it. I mean, he only could play with one arm there because the lineman had his other arm with both arms, both hands. Good job by the Green Dragon defense once again. Going to force a punt here, and uh, the Green Dragons get the ball back here. Minute 17 to go here in the second quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 7-3. Sheriff and Dominic stand about the 30-yard line. Hartman in the punt. Low snap. Good punt, though. Wow. Going to Sheriff. He calls for fair catch, and he's interfered with there, and they throw a flag. He was interfered with. And uh, the Green Dragons, I think, recovered the ball anyway. I think that was Ethan Dominic that recovered anyway about the 33-yard line. But there was definitely catch interference there. So the Lewisburg will have the ball. We'll see where they, they spot it. The, the penalty occurred at the 27-yard line. They recovered the muffed punt at the 33-yard line. And the referees are talking about right now, they have the catch interference, and then there's also a holding call against Lewisburg, so they're going to have to re-kick it. 
So I didn't see the second flag on the I did. plate. I, saw, I just saw the first one. So that will come back now to the spot of, Fourth the, and eight, spot of the original line of scrimmage, which is the 41, and they'll kick again. So reset the clock, Greg? No, they don't reset the clock. No. Lewisburg only has 10 guys on there right now, Justin, I think. No, they have 11. Okay, they're good to go. Again, Dominic and Sheriff back deep. A slow snap. This time it's a low punt, and uh, the, bo the ball is picked up there by Sheriff at the 30-yard line. So the Green Dragons will take over first and 10 their own 30 with 104 sure, to go in the clock. 30, the first half. I think probably the Green Dragons might run it out, Justin. Yeah, they get the ball to start the second half, but uh, give credit to the punter for blowing. Oh, yeah. There's two, two snaps in a row where they were just low. He was playing more shortstop there than anything. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and, you know, that might lead to something in the second half for the Green Dragons with putting a punt rush on. They just made an announcement, too, that uh, it's only going to be a 10-minute halftime, Greg. So, I like that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Back to pass to Les. He looks to his left, throws out to Sims, who catches the ball. Get out of bounds. pushed out of bounds after a pickup of six on the play, out in the 36-yard line. So second down now and four for the Green Dragons. He must have stopped forward progress as yep. the clock's running. Second and four. Same formation for the Green Dragon. Chalesky back to pass, throws out to Sims again, and almost picked off that time. Yeah, it was a little dangerous throw. Same route there, and that time the corner for the Panthers jumped in front and knocked it away. But that could have been trouble. That could have been pick six going the yeah, other that way. Would've, that would have been. You're right. Third and four Green Dragons. Third and four for the Green Dragons from their own 36-yard line. 38 seconds to go in the first half. Lewisburg leads by a score of 7-3. Break the huddle. Three receivers to the right. One to the left. Dominic in motion across the formation. Chalice gets a high snap, gives it to Sheriff up the middle, and he's hit right in the line of scrimmage. He fights his way forward to about the 38-yard line, Dominic where he's dropped for which will be a two-yard gain, which will make it... Fourth and Second two from the 38 with 31 seconds to go, and I believe Bloomsburg called their last timeout. Yep, they're going to stop the clock with 31.6 left to go and force the Green Dragons to pawn away to them. Third and final timeout. And if, if I'm Lewisburg, I just punt it away and yep. uh, even maybe punt it out of bounds, Justin. I agree, Greg. I'd call the same thing. Okay. You know, you don't you don't want to give Hawk a chance to, to get loose in the open field. He is an elusive runner. Coming up at the halftime, well, the Service Electric Cablevision Halftime Report will bring you uh, stats here from our first half, a long first half, obviously with the extended weather delay here tonight. And uh, 